Welcome to the 4Fs Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Hoffer, and I am thrilled to have you here. In this podcast, we're going to cover the 4Fs, faith, family, food, and fitness. Whether you are a mom drowning in diapers or a mom chauffeuring her kids from one activity to the next, this one is for you. I'm here to help you lose the last 10 to 20 pounds and get toned without restrictive dieting. As a mom to three girls, it is my mission to flip the script on how my daughters view nutrition and exercise, and I firmly believe it starts at home. As someone who struggled with body image and spent my 20s and early 30s always looking for the next quick fix, I understand what it feels like to constantly chase skinny. I'm here to help and inspire you that no matter your age, it is possible to break free from always looking for the next quick fix and start chasing strong and healthy. Be ready for some practical ways to take charge of your own health and wellness and start living a life with energy and passion. Let's get started. Welcome to the 4Fs Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Hoffer, and I am absolutely thrilled to have you here. This has been on my heart for quite some time to start, and if I'm being completely honest, it's really just going for it and um, not being scared of putting this out there. The 4Fs podcast, we are going to be talking about faith, family, food, and fitness. Those are the four pillars that are super important um, in my life. And I hope that this podcast reaches all different types of women, women that are, you know, on a medical diagnosis journey that they never saw coming. Maybe it is for the mom that is truly in the thick of diapers with little ones and trying to figure out how to find time for yourself. Or maybe you are in the thick of literally chauffeuring your kids from one sports activity to the next. Um, It is my hope that I can help you increase your um, health and wellness Um, And really show you and educate you that nutrition and fitness go hand in hand, but it doesn't have to be all or nothing. That is my hope that you can listen and have some really tangible takeaways um, for for your fitness journey, for your nutrition journey. I think education is super important. As someone who really struggled with body image for high school, most of my 20s and even early 30s, it is my mission to help women understand and sort of break the mold that, you know, chasing strong is better than chasing skinny. Um, But before we sort of get into the food and fitness part of this podcast, it is really important for me to kind of share with you why I wanted to start this journey and what has sort of led me to this space. And I just hope that, you know, you listen and maybe it's a beacon of hope for some of you. Um, This episode will be broken down into two parts just because there is a lot to share. Um, But I'm excited to get going. And today we're going to talk about faith. So, and why that is important to me and why that has even led to my nutrition and fitness coaching business. So back in 
November of 2015, my husband and I found out that we were pregnant with baby number two. Um, our oldest at the time was getting ready to turn one. To, so to say that baby number two was a complete surprise, um, baby number two was a complete surprise. Yes, we know how to make babies, um, but the good Lord blessed us with another one earlier than we were expecting. However, I remember at the end of November, um, looking in the mirror, getting ready, and I noticed an area on the right side of my neck looked a little swollen. Now, at the time, I was relatively active. Um, I was doing more cardio um, than weightlifting, and I happened to call my dad, who is in the medical field, and he just told me to, you know, take some ibuprofen. Maybe it was a little inflammation. Meanwhile, my dad did not know I was pregnant. We hadn't told family and friends yet, so I did not obviously take the ibuprofen. Um, I did take some Tylenol, but again, didn't really, um, didn't really notice much of anything. So as the weeks went by, um, the area seemed to get a little bit bigger, but for whatever reason, I sort of ignored it. And if you can recall, and you are a woman that is in your late 30s and early 40s, 2016 was the year of the the scarves. We like to wear scarves around our neck like that was a, an accessory. So that's what I did. I wore scarves around my neck because that was the style. Um, and that area kept getting a little bit enlarged. But the interesting thing that was going on was I was starting to have a lot of upper back pain. And like it was just a lot of muscle pain that I didn't know necessarily why that was happening. It, you know, stretches I was doing, I would went to um, physical therapists to try to stretch it out to help me. I went to massage therapists thinking, you know, it was just some tight muscles. Well, at the beginning of February of 2016, I went back to my hometown for my nephew's birthday. And I happened to be sitting there eating my lunch and I had taken my accessory of the scarf off my neck and my mother looked across the table and just sort of shouted at me, said, Whitney, what is wrong with your neck? And I sort of covered it up and I'm like, you know, I don't know. I'm, this is just an area that's enlarged. I'm not sure. Um, I have a brother that happens to be in the medical field as well. He checked it, you know, put his fingers on my neck, trying to feel around. And it was just, it felt like a lot of muscle pain for whatever reason. So my mom, because of the location of the area, she wanted me to go get my thyroid checked. So to appease my mother, I texted my OB, who is also a family. Um, she is our cousin. And I just told her, I was like, I have an area on my neck that's enlarged. My mom saw it this weekend, and I'm just texting you to appease her. And she's like, okay, I'll come into the office. So I went into the office a few days later. She ordered an ultrasound the, a couple days later, and then I got a call that I needed to have an MRI of my neck and chest because there were some areas of concern. So on February 15th, 
2016, I went to go get an MRI of my chest and neck. Meanwhile, I am at this time roughly 18-ish weeks pregnant with baby number two. My oldest daughter is around 15 months. And my husband and I went to get the MRI. Again, I thought nothing of it. Well, the MRI was scheduled at 4 p.m. And then my OB showed up to our doorstep on February 16th, the same day at around 6.15 p.m. Now, I realized that I'm giving you dates and times of something that happened eight years ago. But these memories are so vivid, and it's like they happened yesterday. Um, she comes to the door, and obviously you don't want her to show up unannounced, so I knew some bad news was coming. And she sat down and talked with my husband and I and said, Whitney, there's some areas that we're concerned about the um, radiologist at the local hospital does think that it is lymphoma, a type of lymphoma. Now, I want you to know that she never said the C word. She never said cancer. She never, all she said was lymphoma. And I'll be completely honest with you that at that time, I had no idea what lymphoma was. And honestly, I don't even know that I related it to cancer until probably 20 or 30 minutes into the conversation. Um, She goes on to, you know, spit out some information about some cells and, you know, other medical things. And I sort of remember just kind of blanking out of like, what is happening right now? You know, I'm pregnant. I have a daughter already what is happening. And she goes on to tell me that we need to um, get in to a ENT to get, you know, get a biopsy. So we talked to her and, and then I remember the conversation going into chemo and radiation. And I just said, you know, what about the baby? I'm pregnant. Can we do all of this? Can I get a biopsy? And there was a window of time to get a biopsy. Um, But she said that she had had a patient that had had, um, I think, if I remember correctly, a type of breast cancer while she was pregnant. And she did chemo and the baby is fine. And so I just leaned on that. And so a few days later, I had an appointment um, with a local ENT. And I went in and she did what is called an unguided needle biopsy. Um, Because I was pregnant, a lot of the doctors didn't want to operate on me. Um, So that kind of threw a wrench in things. So she did a, and at this time, the the size of my neck was, you know, pretty large. And so they did an unguided needle biopsy, meaning that she stuck a needle in my neck closest to the area of the um, enlargement to try to get some tissue and then test it. So we did that. And a few days later, we got the um, callback that it was not a lymphoma, 
which means it would not be cancer, um, that it was a lymphangioma. And the difference in that is you're born with it. And sometimes certain events, i.e. in this case, pregnancy, can cause the lymph nodes to get enlarged. Okay. Same thing for, you know, the enlargement in my chest as well. And then because I have family, my dad and brothers and sister-in-laws are in the medical field, they were not okay with that answer. If I'm being completely honest, my husband and I were totally fine with it. You told me I don't have lymphoma. I don't have cancer. And if it hadn't been for my dad and my brothers, I probably would have stopped there. But we didn't. We went to um, another different um, hospital and saw a different ENT. And this time, he did a guided needle biopsy. A guided one is the same thing that you're going to put the needle close to the area of enlargement. But this time, he had an ultrasound guiding him so he could see the different types of tissue. And so that was around the end to beginning of end of February, beginning of March of 2016 that I went for the guided needle biopsy. And I will never forget when the doctor called me. I was in Target with my mother and my oldest daughter, Mackenzie. And all I remember them telling, they, they told me something and my response to them was, so it's not cancer. And they said, no, it's not cancer. And in that moment, it, there was just so much excitement, so much excitement for, okay, this is not a cancer. This is a lymphangioma that I happen to be born with. Okay, this is, this is fine. And my mother and I, you know, we celebrated. We got the news we wanted. Um, in the meantime, One, my brother, um, who is a doctor in Louisville, also wanted to maybe check and make sure that this was correct. So um, we ended up getting in contact with a um, general surgeon in, or maybe honestly, it was a different ENT at um, UC, University of Cincinnati. And I remember them telling me that you know, because of the size of the um, what I thought was a lymphangioma in my chest and neck, as I proceeded with pregnancy and as I got bigger, you know, with pregnancy, as your stomach, your belly grows with the baby, a lot of other areas, you know, get shortened, get condensed. So that's why a lot of times, Pregnant women are out of breath because it's the capacity inside is it's diminished. So I remember them saying, you know, if you feel any different, you need to call us. And I am not one that complains about anything when it comes to pain related. You know, if I hurt myself, pop the Tylenol or um, I just kind of suck up the pain a little bit. And I remember feeling like really out of breath, but just like it was it was my breathing. I was like, gosh, it is just it's really hard sometimes to breathe. And so 
my OB was like, I think it'd probably be a good idea for you to get into the doctor at UC and, you know, see what he says. And I remember meeting him and he's like, you know, as you get bigger, the lymphangioma, it's not going to have a lot of room. So it's right in your chest cavity and the blood flow that that really does make sense. But because a lymphangioma is a childhood disease, disease, would you mind if we sent your MRI results to Children's, Cincinnati Children's? Okay, Cincinnati Children's is in my backyard. It's one of the top children's hospital in the nation. And I was like, absolutely, send it at this point for sure. Um, go ahead and send it. And so that's the middle of March of 2016. We had a Disney trip planned for the end of March, which was so exciting because we were taking at the time, now my 16-month-old, and it was, you know, our last trip before baby number two was coming. We were going with my parents and my brother and sister-in-law and their kids, and it was, you know, this full excitement. And we did Disney, and I walked around Disney, did all the things, and it was awesome. When I got back at the beginning of April, I was in a lot more pain, more pain than I had been in really ever. Um, I was out of breath just from walking up from our basement to our top floor. And I got the call for the appointment to go to Children's and meet with a doctor there, And I'll never forget on our way there, our appointment was April 19th of 2016. It was a Tuesday. And I went to pick up my husband at his work. And on our way there, I just looked at him and I said, Billy, something has to be done. I cannot keep doing this. I have at that time three more months Um, left of this pregnancy and I was in a lot of pain and I was like I just need something to help reduce the pain because doing this for 12 to 14 more weeks really did seem unbearable and so on April 19th Billy and I walked into Cincinnati Children's we went to their um, hematology department They called us back, and I'll never forget sitting there across the room from me was a um, doctor who happened to be 37 weeks pregnant at the time, and she was um, a resident there, and she said, okay, so tell me the story. Tell me how we got here. So I told her everything, and she looked at me, and she said, well, Whitney, We don't think it's a lymphangioma. We think it's Hodgkin's lymphoma. So Billy and I looked at each other, and it was like we had just been hit by a train. We had been on this roller coaster of emotion where we had, you know, everything was going good. Then we get the first diagnosis. Then they say no. Then we go back up because we're going to get a second opinion. And then they say no. And we're on this high. And yes, I was in a lot of pain, but I was not expecting to walk in there to that appointment and have them tell me it's Hodgkin's lymphoma, which again is a type of blood cancer. And so the oncologist 
then walks in and he his name is Dr. Gurnius and he I truly believe that God put him like our whole plan was supposed to go like that. Dr. Gurnius has truly been a lifesaver. And I get really emotional when I talk about it. But I remember him looking at me and he said, Whitney, you are 30 years old, female, healthy. All the signs point to Hodgkin's lymphoma. Now, on one hand, it's like, that doesn't even make sense. (laughs) I'm 30, female, healthy, and I have cancer. Um, And on the other hand, it was like, okay, what do we do? And he looked at me and he said, if you weren't pregnant, I would send you right upstairs to the OR to get a biopsy right now. But I can't because you're pregnant. We have to get it scheduled with the university hospital. So I had to go to University of Cincinnati. So that is where episode one is going to end. Episode two, I will take you along the journey of the diagnosis and what we had to endure. But the reason I share this is because faith is something that is so important to me. And, you know, this is part of my journey. And I'm sure there is some woman out there, whether it's her, whether it has been her, whether it is a family member, I want you to know you're not alone in this. Um, If I can ever be a beacon of hope or talk to you, I am absolutely more than willing. Um, I am very, very open about my journey um, and what I went through. But you can find me on Instagram at WhitneyHoffer13. I would love to connect with you, and I hope you will come back for episode two. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to leave a rating and review and share this podcast with your friends too. You can also follow me on Instagram at WhitneyHoffer13 for more weight loss tips to help you lose the last 10 to 20 pounds and get toned without restrictive dieting. See you next time.